Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. Yeah, your That's when the cannibalism started. Side stories. <laughs> yes. Well, you know how I know we're on tour again? Because you're I have, exhausted? <laughs> I have no voice and I am just shooting liquid shit out of me. Yeah, That's how I know. It we feels such, like it. We had such a great time in Grundy County. So Thanks to everyone who came out. We had so, so much fun. Good. And we also, uh, it was just great to see y'all. I want to give a shout out to um, not the worst bar I've ever been in, but it's it's up in there. I want to give a shout out to just one more Whoa. in Manchester, Tennessee. It's not, but I want also to, um, I believe his name is Three, three Slay. Gays. Oh, three yeah. Slay. I give a give up to a Three Slay, the male stripper that was Woo. doing a full show in the back. And honestly, I can't be happy but more happy to be thrown into the deep end of going out again. absolutely jam just one more of course they don't serve any hard liquor or wine so if you want just more one more bud light that's the place to be thank you grundy oh, wow. county we absolutely loved our time there so, and we really hope you enjoyed it welcome to side stories everyone yes I am Ben hanging out with Henry and yeah. my God, do we have a lot of news to get to Henry is chomping at the bit to talk ah. about the new ah. 60 minutes ah. episode that came ah. out recently. He's a dog man. Ah. The new 60 minutes episode that came out recently all about uh, the UFO phenomenon. And uh, I'm sure that you're mildly infuriated. Also, I'm, I'm excited to hear your thoughts on that because when UFOs go mainstream, sometimes the information gets all messed up. When they go high, we definitely go low. I think that's that's truly important for ufology right now, that we got to go low. Interesting. Uh, the opposite stop. of a Michelle Obama. Yeah, I, always. And UFOs <laughs> always search for what would Michelle Obama not do? I think it's important. Um, stop, drop. UFOs rolling up to a stop. This is fucking huge. 60 minutes covered for a whole 13 minutes. Yes, They talked indeed. about UFOs. And that's quite a bit of the 60 minutes. It really is. They it was an interesting piece of coverage because a lot of what they covered has been covered ad, ad nauseum already by the Internet. Yes. It's got now just has that. It's got that 60 minutes knuckle deep touch that they were always they want to show the world. Like now it's really serious, isn't it? Yes. Right? Indeed. And they you know how it's serious because they call it UAP. They don't call it Ooh. UFOs. They don't call it even UAVs. They say UAP, which means what, Kissel? Uh, unidentified, unidentified aerial. Pr- police officer. 
I'm, that's bad. That's undercover. And also, uh, they should still have some form of identification on them. I, I agree. They better. Um, un- unidentified aerial phenomenon, which means nothing. Um, it means <laughs> there are things in the sky. What do you mean sky. it means nothing? It means that the government happens to be interested in things in the sky that they don't know what they are. You, what? Oh, whoa. whoa. My mind is blown thinking about how, that. How pissed were you when you saw Marco Rubio talking about aliens? I hate you know what? I well, I wasn't really pissed about the aliens thing. I was pissed about how chunky his tie is. I hate his clothes. <laughs> I was looking at his. I hate the way he dresses and I hate his slick back hair and I hate the way he speaks. All it's right, more, I feel you it, on that. It's more about Marco Rubio getting involved now and talking about it being a this a defense issue, which we're starting to realize more and more. It's not a defense issue. These things show up. Do we observe them? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most important part of the entire 60 minute segment for for me was the fact that they finally had David Fravor's co-pilot with him. Okay. Now, David Fravor is the one who saw the Tic Tac video. He saw the Tic Tac UFO, the one that we that we have now seen covered. People saying that this is like the, the first video that came out of the December 2017 leak. Yes. The one that kind of slightly tilts like in a basis for fucking Slipknot, you know. Ooh, and cool. This was the video that put UFOs truly on the map. Back even on though the people map. have been oh, yeah. back on the map, even though people have been talking about it forever. But people saw this video and even a skeptic's mind has to say, what is that? Because the best part about that video is the human reaction. Right. It's, to me, it is why those videos are compelling. Is because you have pilots who have been seeing shit in the sky and are trained to observe and they're trained to uh, handle intense situations and watching them go, what's that? Holy shit. Like, that is what gets to me. But his co-pilot yeah. being there was really nice because she came out and said, I, I saw what he saw. Essentially, That's awesome. I know I saw what he saw. So wow. she saw the same thing. The roiling thing come the, the they went out to uh, they said they've been getting notices for weeks saying that uh, they were getting buzzed by these weird object things. And they thought that right. maybe they were drones. And so they finally scrambled jets out to go kill it. And that was what David Fravor and his co-pilot were supposed to do. They go out there. They see a patch of water foaming yes. and then they see this white tic tac thing look like a holder for an the airpods came out of the water yeah. zipped up to say hello to them and then they they stared at each other for a second and then it zoomed right. away is and it so- possible is it possible that it's just bill gates finally becoming dr robotnik and getting the hell out of planet earth because the divorce is that hard for him there is uh you know that's more real than you even think it is. Even with your bullshit, like with with it being a bullshit idea, it's actually it's just as possible. It is what it is because I, I we talk about it on the live show now because it's nice to. Um, that's kind of where I'm going to try to issue my main statements once we yes, get, right. get going, right? Because I, I am try, I'm going to add to it as the year goes. Great. But it's we it's did want to we did want to shorten the show, but you are going to add keep adding and Fantastic. adding and adding. But Fantastic. don't worry, I'll say it faster. <laughs> so no one can understand it. But that's I, great. Just, there's a, here's the main big questions now out, right? UAP. Why do they care now? 
Why do they act like they care now? Is it just because we're in the middle of the end of a pandemic and uh, and we also are uh, uh, our society is kind of at its end and there's a massive new reignition of the conflict in the Middle East? And I wonder if this is maybe they think it's a good time to drop it or is this more psyops? Are they using this to tell uh, the uh, Chinese and the Russians that yes we are uh, working with these or to show the we look at these type of things these these orbs and what we're doing actually is is wagging the dog to show them our most high tech shit that's flying around right. in the sky because then that's the other deal is this shit just highly co- highly covert U.S. technology that mm-hmm. is buzzing our ships which I don't think it is because normally they according to uh, uh, well, you really do start talking faster when you talk about this. I, this is, I gotta get it all out before people walk away. That's the thing. They're running from you, and you're like, no, no, there's more. It's so, but you know, people are listening, bro. Everyone oh, loves to hear it. No one's running to. away. You're so traumatized from the years and years of you talking about UFOs. It is amazing how you do try to get it out within 15 seconds because by 15 seconds, they're 100 yards away and they can no longer hear you. They're no longer oh. in earshot. Also, man, guess what? It's also that infuriating thing of like the U.S. government decides to get in the pool now. I'm We're doing this shit now, which is I, I, I'm happy in a way. But why did we <laughs> need the government to tell us UFOs are real? It's like, you know, why did we need that? We didn't need that. But because they're also it's, it's all the other interesting shit. Why is yes. it just Luis Elizondo speaking? Because he's the only one ever speaking. And one thing that 60 Minutes didn't do was okay. talk about the fact that the U.S. Pentagon has written off. Luis Elizondo. They said that he was not, he had nothing to do with ATIP. And Luis Elizondo was still acting as if he was the boss of ATIP, well, which they, we don't uh, think he was. But they wouldn't acknowledge if he was part of a secret program, would they? Wouldn't that be the whole well, point of keeping it a secret program? But the problem is, is that all of those videos were essentially de- they According to them, they were leaked. And there are some people who say that the videos actually were never classified, ever. That they were always around. So it could have been anybody could have gotten a hold of this information and have had shouted out to the New York Times. And then it's Luis Elizondo decided to put on a fucking uniform with a UFO little armband on. Yeah. And so act as if that he was the one that was in charge of all the information. Christopher Melano is I, interesting. I do love uh, Luis Elizondo's little chicken nugget body. He's strong in a suit. He's got a real man's body. That's yeah. the only thing I'll say. It's a, it's a, it's what I'm shooting for. It's the, the Alex Jones square. Absolutely. It means you're going to have a heart attack. So the main questions are, is it alien life form? Is it a psyop? Is it military uh, uh, equipment? Is it we military? St- we still know nothing. Uh, is it, is we it still know machinery? absolutely nothing. We Number one, nothing. or is it low level technology? Is it balloons? Because that's what other countries are starting to realize. And you were talking about in ISIS, that when you used to fight ISIS, they used to take our... Most uh, those like bomb finding robots, like the, the highest tech that we have available, they used to steal them. They used to retrofit them so they could use them with fucking remote controls. And they just used to just tape bombs to them sure. and then just send them in and blow us up. So they understand that they can use low tech to beat our high tech. So they could also be using like childlike Jones, and yeah. like little type to, types of things that turn on our systems. But the videos I have seen are not birds or anything or anything like that. The videos I we are seeing are, are stuff that I think that when the big U.S. government report that's supposed to come out next month, and I think it's going to be more of the same of like, 
We just don't know what this shit is. All and right. it's in the sky. Well, we will have to uh, keep everyone updated on what's going on out there and what's happening in the skies above. Uh, read Sarah Skull's book. If you want to find a way a good, fun, skeptics uh, angle to all this, read Sarah Skull's. Uh, they are already here. Because also right. we're trying to get through the evangelicism of the uh, Pentagon as well, because they're deeply entrenched in Christian propaganda. Well, of course they are. It's the United States government, after all. All right. Well, let's go back to planet Earth here. Remember this show, uh, the, uh, the 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 Cat King, Zoo, zoo Guy, Tiger King. Tiger King was. What do one you of the mean? Do popular. I remember? It was Tiger literally King. last. It was the beginning of 2020, and people pretend like it never even happened. Apparently, I didn't realize Jeff Lowe, that was the scumbag who dresses like a motocross biker who never actually got onto a bike. He is just a total piece of shit. He's one of those guys that has like one of those bucket hats where it's just like it's his whole head fits in it. It's absolutely disgusting. As a matter of fact, he kind of looks like the male stripper from just one more three slate in Manchester, Tennessee. Fantastic little bar. If you want to get bloated off a bud, the zoo is still open. Which I did what? not realize. The FBI Why is the zoo just still open. I don't know. The F- Wait like, a second. I don't Honestly, know. The zoo I is still you- open, and the FBI just raided it, and then they took more wild cats out of there because, believe it or not, Jeff Lowe he didn't make it any better. No, of course not. I, I you know, in my mind, I, I was first thinking like, how could it not be closed? But I actually bet it made more money this year than any other time like like honestly because of the boost from the tiger king but then you had covid could they even can you even go pet the tigers during covid could you do Did it covid get there you know what I mean? <laughs> well, that's a some good people, point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we were heard people said the same thing about Grundy County. They were like, thank God you're here because COVID never came here. You're like, oh, well, I, it might have. But you make up a good point because the zoo is located in Fackerville, Oklahoma. Oh. Uh, ra- uh, agents raided the joint. 40 to 50 agents raided this spot around seven o'clock in the morning. They always get there early. And they took about 70 animals. Uh, Jeff believes they took mostly tiger cubs. So he's still doing the same breeding stuff that Baskin, Carol Baskin does and and Joe Exotic used to do. But it looks like this is the beginning again of the end of the zoo in Thackersville, which just I love the idea of taking another one, another end. I love the idea of going to look at a tiger. I really do. I want to see a tiger, but I just don't know if this facility is really up to snuff for the tiger. So I think it might be in the best interest of said tigers to go to a place where they can be slightly safer. Unless, of course, they do what often happens and they just immediately shoot them in the back of the freaking head. I don't know what's going to happen to the tigers. But speaking of tigers, we also must mention their king. Because Joe Exotic Henry, he's yeah. got prostate cancer. I know. Do you remember that? I, we one cover. I don't know if we covered the story. I don't know if we talked about it on Top Hat. Do you remember right at, right before the election when Trump did his like mass pardons? Yes, when he, he got was, Kodak Black and stuff out. Oh yeah, he uh, Joe Exotic was so sure. I know he was going to pardon him that he had a limo. With strippers waiting for him outside of the prison. And it did not come. 
Well, he's still looking for a pardon. He's reached out to Vice President Harris and to President Biden, and it doesn't seem like he's going to get out of his 22-year sentence anytime soon, even though the dude does have prostate cancer. And now we also know there is a private investigator slash lawyer looking into Carol Baskin, looking into her former husband. What happened? Did the guy just disappear, apparently? Or was he murdered? We still don't know. We don't know. I'm just going to say this right now. And I don't even care that Tiger King sold old meat pizza, which was the single most disgusting thing that he did. That was like just like in his that's like more of a civilian crime. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, also, if you're going to the Joe Exotic uh, Animal Zoo that has exotic tigers for the pizza in Fackersville, I I think you might deserve it. One thing about the pizza there is that my favorite thing is you can smell it. As you're driving in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. Um, So he's got the prostate cancer and apparently it's not good. This is what uh, this is what he said. John Phillips, that's his lawyer, has received my medical records from FMC Fort Worth and my PSA count came back very high for prostate cancer. He says the prison has approved testing to verify what stage it's in. My body is tired. I have lost a tremendous amount of weight. The mouth sores are out of control. I throw up more than I eat. Jesus fucking Christ, <laughs> man. It is sad. He it throws up more than he eats. <laughs> it's really sad, sad, dude. But he's still, he's still, he still exotic. got it. Well, this is my question. How much time oh. do you think that he can serve on a 22 year sentence? Because you think, think he would end up be- getting 10, right? Or like, how, when do you get out for good behavior? Like, how does that work? My understanding was they kind of extended it a little bit. I would assume ah. Oklahoma is pretty strict. So I bet you he would have to do at least 17 years, Ooh. which he's not making it. He's not making it past he this year make- if he has prostate cancer. No, he won't unless they but, treat him. But I don't know what kind of health care they have inside of the prison system to treat something like so advanced. But but, you know, Joe being humble, he said he doesn't want anyone's pity, but it would be no, nice. But he'd, Honestly, like a pardon, he'd like a pardon in about $100,000. those, if he, if he could get that, that he would be pretty grateful. I do believe after watching this, not to rehash the Tiger King, but I think they kind of set him up. I don't think he was ever going to hurt Carol Baskin. He's just one of those guys who said, I'll blow her up. He's just he's just a loud-mouthed asshole. He did exactly what happens to what we've said time and time again. Uh. He believed in the 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 American unicorn, which is somebody is actually a hitman and they never are and he made that promise he he made that mistake and the rest of his crimes caught up to him and he's just gonna have to figure that out he had a bad lawyer is what he had i Um, guess but he does have a good case of prostate cancer which is anyway what a what a strange conclusion to that real life saga huh it's not done yet not not done yet not done yet from your grave Last podcast on the left is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Thanks, Squarespace. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. Don't let anybody tell you what to do. This ain't your mama's website platform. It is, actually. It's actually be very easy for your mother to learn. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine. It's a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I thought it was just the name of what my blood pressure medication turned me into. Um, I'm peeing. Now, my goals for the year are I have two warehouses 
filled with horse picks. Now, I know a lot of people, uh, obviously this bit has been done, but the Zendaya centaur picks are not going anywhere. And I've been trying to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale line out. Uh, I need these moved, okay, because I have to move into the storage unit. Let's just say there are problems at home. So I need square space to shoot this through the roof for me this year. And that's why I'm going to go full tilt. And not only are you going to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale entire series, clothes and non-clothes, what we also are going to offer, and I mean this, we're trying to get into giraffe rides. I brought this up the other day. We got to start riding other animals but horses. Take pictures of the horses. Photoshop the horses into other celebrities, but stop riding them. Save a horse, ride a giraffe with Squarespace. Go head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. The experts at Fast Growing Trees curate thousands of plants for all climates, locations, and needs. Available 24-7, you can talk to a plant expert about your soil type, landscape design, and how best to take care of your plants. I love fast growing trees because i just moved here to los angeles i got a yard now and i'm doing all the landscaping myself i love working in my garden i love planting stuff i love growing stuff and the cool thing about fast growing trees that i really like is that they tell you exactly what type of growing zone you're in i'm in growing zone 10 and they can tell you exactly what type of trees or plants, or whatever you can put out in front of your house. Uh, I'm looking at the Norfolk Island pine tree. I'm looking at putting a little bit of red sister cordyline up in front of my fence. I think that the red will really pop nice. And maybe for the backyard, I got an extra planter that I might put a Satsuma plum tree in. And these prices are reasonable. They're reasonable if you've ever been to a nursery. But right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. It's sports. Prize picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor, oh, it's eaten up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year. Yeah. Toss that rock. Come on, guys. Yeah, pass it around. Get on the excitement with Price Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious caps. Whether it's hula hoops or earring hoops, you're going to know everything you need to know about sports. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Price Picks with as little as four correct picks. 
conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketball are getting closer. Basketball. Price Books even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. I sure wish that Bobby Bonilla was still in the game because I would pick him to go all the way. Can you imagine Bobby Bonilla played basketball? Woo-wee, dog. Then it would be more like baseball, but Bobby Bonilla would still be crushing it in the contract game. Woo! The deadliest game of all. Download the app today and use code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. That's code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. So our next subject, I think, is that themselves, they are going to need a good lawyer. So last week, hmm. we covered a little bit about how Little Rock looks like it has a serial killer. Right? Yeah. Somebody's getting stabbed. Um, it's uh, Four people have been murdered already. And for and once, and for once, it's not the Clintons. Whoa, I nice. went there. Whoa. Nice. Ben goes there. Ben Got goes there. Yes. A 20-year, 30-year-old yes. reference to Whoa, the Clintons yes. killing people in Little Rock. Um. But now you have a savior. If you go to <laughs> Facebook.com slash ancient demons, you will see that there are now real life superheroes or as they're calling them RSHs. This is what, what this man's calling them. And a man by the name of Shadow Vision is oh. calling on RSHs from around the world to come to Little Rock to help him patrol the streets and also to help him get his GoFundMe going for a car. <laughs> <laughs> because he needs the car. This is true. Wait. He needs it going um, because he needs a vehicle to start patrolling the streets. He is a man in full tactical gear, a real superhero who is going out. So there's a couple of them that have there's there's one guy um, whose yeah. name is Master Legend. So it's a man named Shadow Vision, and who Master. is the real life superhero yeah. Shadow Vision, um, a guy named Tothian, another name, a Master Ooh. Legend. Master Legend looks like he might be more of the driver or the caterer, because he's got the body of a caterer. But Shadow Vision, he's done it. He did this AMA on his own Facebook page, and he's yeah. told the world, I have, well, I have a near black belt in ninjutsu. I have a near black belt in taekwondo. Okay. And he's got two sticks. What does that mean? He's looking for the stabbing guy. Near, he's for the near black belt. Does that I mean, do we have, are we near a black belt? I, I think don't know what that means. What I think he's physically near a black belt <laughs> in his home but my i've been saying i need a hero for so long right i've been wondering why I we know. haven't had more superheroes show up people who say that they are superheroes people with the training but this is what we're we might see it now shadow vision's calling for it my question is does he does he have the training because he seems to not have a black belt though, or Sometimes. any kind of jujitsu training he may have watched an mma fight or maybe he even loves ufc my question also is when does this just turn into a militia that then begins terrorizing the town? Because <laughs> at, at some point you're like, you got to get out of here. Like you're that a superhero. Why. You have to get off my lawn. Technically, you're still just a civilian. And what you're doing is stalking. That's why he needs a lawyer. Yeah, that's um, what I would he think. He needs well, a good lawyer. He needs a real super lawyer. But now he has got a bunch of people coming because, you know, like stuff like this on his Facebook page, because February 20th, he started really hitting the streets. Right. OK, uh, Tothian has arrived. We're going to be at come and go on JFK and McCain to do a meet and greet at noon today. Tothian is coming, Whoa. but his bus is stuck. It's the problem is that if you're relying on public transit as a superhero, you got to look at the traffic patterns. No, um, that exactly that by definition makes you not super. 
The whole point is that you get there, that you're fast. If you're on the bus, then technically everyone on that bus is just as fast as you. Are they all superheroes? I don't think so, which I means by definition, you're also not a superhero. I'm also a little bit upset. I think they're putting the cart before the horse here. You can't do a meet and greet and come and, uh, come and go, which is the highest accolade a superhero can have is a meet and greet it until is. you solve one one crime. You they're have to solve for- like the, the the mystery. The Where are the mysterious shoes coming from? This is what they're Whatever trying to do. This be. is the case that they're trying to get to put themselves on the map. Because right here, like, I love this statement. I've been undefeated for a long time. What powers me is the great people of this state. And he's got a fucking full on. T- he's got a tactical gear outfit on. I don't know um, if he can. I don't know what. I don't know if it stops bullets. I hope it does. I um, think that Steven Seagal, here. Steven Seagal is more of a law enforcement officer than this man. He's Honestly, this is huge. Uh, greetings, everyone. Your superhero needs help. I'm looking for a truck for around fifteen hundred dollars. And I had to sell my superhero car because I was having too much electrical electrical issues with it. But then thanks to pop and go locksmith, they have donated me to a car so I can continue doing my patrols. But he's calling okay. all over the world. He's saying he's he, there are people apparently from the UK that are meeting up with him. That are people coming from South Little Rock, people coming from West Little Rock. This is going to okay. be huge. Okay, South Little and Rock, West Little Rock. I mean, all around Little Rock, it's a pretty big place, ironically. I'll also tell you this, man. Shadow Vision, we want you on the show. So yeah. if you reach out, I don't know do if we, there needs to be do, a Shadow well, Vision. Like, I don't know if, there, if we need a signal or you want to do some kind of um, secret crypto, like, you know, one of those locked emails. We got to come on. We got to talk about this. I don't think he has a signal. He doesn't have a car yet. I think. Again, you can't do a meet and greet until you solve a crime. The whole point is that people are supposed to be like, who are you? Why are you doing this? This is weird. And then you solve a crime and then everyone's like, holy hell, that never would have been solved without you. Thank you. Whatever your name might be. Let's hold off and see if the man has committed multiple felonies before we offer a spot on the show. We'll just, find let's out. just wait one week to see if he is not the one who is maybe the perpetrator of the crime. And then well, he's like, I know who killed that woman. I still want him on the show. All along. I still want I want that on the show. I want that confession oh, on the okay. show. I'll be, this is the problem, Kissel, because this is the crushing realities of capitalism, isn't it? Because he what? needs to get the money going before he can become a superhero. It's not like Batman, because Bruce Wayne was born with inheritance generational wealth Absolutely. that allowed his allowed him to become Batman. This is something else. This is a the real this is the people's hero. And sometimes all you need is a baton and a and a, a willingness to go out there and maybe get stabbed or arrested. But having a car isn't necessarily indicative you don't got to be super rich. Unless, I know a lot of people who have cars that are, you know, barely making it. This guy is he's you know what you he can is do. Work, he is a working class. Hey, hero. Listen, Kissel, as a fucking superhero, your job is to deputize an Uber driver. That Uber <laughs> driver becomes your sidekick. Bro. And guess what? I already have a name for him. Stuber. I yes, because <laughs> that is the main crux of that movie. Which, again, we are happy for all of our friends who get to do... It's huge! Who get to work with Batista! Well, you know what? We talk about community policing all the time, and I was being a little cynical, perhaps. I've come full circle already. This happens on this show all the time. Every day. I'm happy that they're coming together in a community. Community policing, that's what we need. I, again, just want to make sure that these people in tactical gear don't uh, just bust into random homes and do a whole series of other things. That's that's why we have these unbalanced people for (laughs) <laughs> to give us news. Well, speaking of unbalanced, this is just kind of a fun story. Zoom 
Can't wait to never hear that word again. <laughs> oh. but, but some dude, uh, he logged into oh, a yes. court Zoom meeting and he had an anal sex. He had an anal well, sex themed surname. And his, his name, uh, was, name was. Uh, do you want to say it together? Yes. But fucker three thousand. <laughs> and the but he was there for three thousand is not even an anally. The way that they frame it was like it's anally themed. It's butt fucker three thousand. That is. But, you know, we never thought that Zoom was going to not be just conversations with our friends. We yes. didn't know we were going to go to court. No, no. But now we do, though, Kissel. It's been a year. So, you know, you're going to court. <laughs> you might want to take a look at it because he went to court for having a drug paraphernalia. He was there for a ticket, a drug paraphernalia <laughs> ticket for a syringe um, that tested positive for, for oh. meth residue. Um, and he, when he found out because he showed up, the judge was not happy. This is... Um, this is how he pops up. He joins in because he's like, let's bring this guy in to, to, to talk to him. And it pops up. He says, Buttfucker 3000 is his name. And the judge who says, your name's not Buttfucker 3000, you yo-ho, you yo-ho. Logging onto my court in with that as your screen name. What kind of idiot logs into court like that? Well, apparently the idiot that logs into court like that as buttfucker 3000, apparently his name is Nathaniel Saxton. And the judge said, bring this fool in here if he yes. can't change his surname. So then what are we even doing here? All I right. don't know. If you can't handle me at my buttfucker 3000, then maybe you don't deserve me at my Nathaniel Saxton judge. I think this judge was a little oversensitive. If I'm this judge, you just got to laugh a little bit. Judges are the most they're so fragile. They're so fragile because they're like, don't do that in my courtroom. It's like, OK, brother, just relax a little bit. I'm the one who was looking at serious time. What are you yelling at me for? <laughs> relax. Let me chew gum at the very least. I'm about to go Honest to prison for 20 years. Honestly, dude, it's so funny. The, like, I just don't know what to say. Logging into court, even just saying <laughs> it so casually, like when you log into court is we're in such a weird sci fi world right now. It like really the idea is. that you would just show up in court virtually. But, you know. Hope I think what's nice for something like this is like a ticket. That's really convenient. You don't have to go all the way down to City Hall. Like maybe they'll keep sure. this going. You won't have to have so much. But we're going to see a lot more incidents of people saying with, you know, well, ass blaster nine million. It's going to happen more and more as we as the Internet continues to take and, over all real life interactions. And as we learned from Jeffrey Tubin, half the time, they'll just be jerking off, committing another felony while in court. Uh, Saxton said that uh, he was embarrassed. He said he's sorry. And he said that Buttfucker 3000 was, quote, an inside joke. And I understand <laughs> because it's nice. It's funny. You don't sure. expect you just don't expect. It's the same thing with like. Like social media presentations were never supposed to be like an extension of your business self. But well, now it they, is. So now you have to be all serious all the time. But back in the day when you would Zoom, you just Zoomed with your friends to play D&D and Buttfucker 3000. Tom's here. Buttfucker 3000. It's just fun. Well, that's what I joked about it literally with my therapist because I always have my name. Like I was joking about how when you log into the therapy thing about how it says, you know, what name do you want presented on on your little square? And I always want to do something like, you know, like Johnny McTitty's worth. You know what I mean? And I <laughs> but I say I fight that impulse each time. She's like, why? Why won't you let me? Like, why won't you just follow that? Why, like, you know, express your joy, express yourself. And I was like, do you you're going to sit here looking at me like maybe I even get emotional in therapy. And then you're going to look down sure. and see Johnny McTitty's worth 
underneath me. And I'm like, I'm not going to be able to be I'm not going to be able to connect. You know, like this. the more that I look into this story. So the dude got a two hundred dollar fine, as Henry yeah. said, it was for, for paraphernalia and a syringe. So don't do needle drugs. Please, God, be very, Please very stop. safe. Don't do but it. The judge also said, is your sister there? And then Saxton is like, no, unfortunately, she's not. And then the judge is like, tell her she almost got you put in jail for contempt of court. Yeah. Just relax a little bit. Jesus Christ, it's a $200 fine. But think about that, too, is that it's all of the, you know, you are bringing your home. You're bringing your home into court. I wouldn't want to. I'd actually would prefer to go to court with nothing like just because then I can show up in a suit and like act like I'm really professional and not have to worry about whether or not I zoom into court. They see my fucking huge bong behind me. And then I have to go like, oh, I'm sorry. Like you really have to think about it again. This is a this is the message because zooming, unfortunately, Gissel, is not going away. More people are going to be working remotely than ever before. That's fine. That doesn't necessarily well, but I guess just, that does mean Zoom, but that's OK. I been, like that because my friends seem to be happier that way. Sure. But honestly, again, it's been a fucking year and a half. Fix your Zoom background like this is just a, a or reach out Whoa. to people. Know that you got to okay. pick out. And Kathy, yeah. you're being yeah, a bit of an act. What are you no, talking about? It's not about that. Just understand that you got to look at your backgrounds. You got to look at your fucking. I'm literally what's behind you on camera. Wow. You got to look you at sound it. sound like the judge. You sound like you're about to hold your friends in contempt of court for not having good enough backgrounds on their Zoom. I Hello, think that Judge it's Dredd. About it's about presentation, and sometimes you got to show up with the Zoom square for the job that you want. Well, wow. that's why I always have appetizers in the background of mine because I can't wait to getting getting back to just eating good old Woo. teasers at yeah, the Apple we're going Squeeze, to teasers, baby. Woo. Ooh, teasers! Right from your grave. Texas beat is a sauce and allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try Every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some cha Texas Pete sriracha sauce, and I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs in a whole bunch of cha. And it started off my day correct. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story. It takes you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. You'll step into the role of June Parker, 
and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Use your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. You're going to get a kiss in there. That's mystery, danger, and romance as you search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris. Watch out for those sidewalks. They are covered in urine. And customize your very own luxurious estate island. Think expansive gardens and beautiful buildings. Collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. And you can chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. Oh, how I love the 1920s. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Shopping for humans is hard, but shopping for your dog is easy, thanks to Bark. It's because dog can't give you its opinion. But every month we deliver dogs and treats just for your pup because they deserve to be spoiled. And then the dog shows you what they like. It's incredible. Only I could teach Wendy to use an iPad. She's so resistant. She scratches it up. She barks at it, barks at me. But if she could use it, she'd order BarkBox for herself. At Bark, we send your dog a whole new collection of toys and treats made just for them every single month. And for a limited time, we'll double your first box for free. How about that? Wendy loves her little toys. Carmi has become quite a terrorist when it comes to her toys. And she's a murderer. She rips these things up. But, you know, we got some high-quality, tough toys from BarkBox, and she absolutely loves them. And our family could not be happier. <laughs> and if you just want a slice of this joy, you got to go to BarkBox. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com slash left. That's right. You can sign up now at BarkBox.com slash L-E-F-T for this exclusive offer. This ad is now over. Let's go back to petting our dogs. I want to talk about this thing really quick. It's a, a bit of high strangeness. It's also, I think, just interesting art. And okay. you should go check it out. There is a TikTok page uh, that I don't know a heck of a lot, but it's called Unico, Unico Sobreviviente, which means lone survivor. And this okay. is in the, this guy comes from Spain. And what he is saying is, is that he has woke up in an alternative 2021 that there are no people. And no animals. And he has been showing these videos, these really, really crazy videos. Honestly, they are impressively done, however yeah. they're doing them. That um, he's saying that he's walking into empty malls and empty churches and into police stations. And he said that he took he shows this video where he takes a Mercedes-Benz out of a dealership. Like he just takes a key and he clicks it. It's highly curated. So I think that's why I think it's art and not. He's not in an alternative 2021, um, but he's saying he woke up in a hospital and okay. then everything was gone. All humans, all animals are gone. And now he lives in a world where there is no one like now, in a between space. To be honest with you, Henry, how many hours, minutes, days, months, years are you just having a great freaking time? Because I, I could. I like first, people, though. I do like people. But, you know, the first few the first like few days where you're just like, I can eat anything in this Ralph's. Of course. Uh, you know, and then you get all the booze you want and any drug, anything that you ever wanted. But then, yeah, the loneliness would set in once you realize that you have no discernible talent. But and also so everything powers, slowly degrades around you. The power was eventually shut down, even if it's on some automated process. So it's like you will eventually lose electricity 
I have to figure you have to figure out how to survive like that. Um, there's only so long. I guess you could just jerk off to your memories. I mean, you'll have every bit of porn that ever was. Absolute, but you'll lose the, the Internet. Yeah. But you'll have the and, paper porn. Oh, yes. Paper porn. And not to around. mention, honestly, you start drawing tits on, on dogs and, and you start, you start, jerking off and stuff. You start really doing good. weird stuff. I mean, I can't even imagine the human hybrids that will be created by the one man lucky enough to uh, to be alone on this earth. For just one <laughs> Just one day. <laughs> but no, he, it's it's weird. I don't think uh, it's just a fun piece of Internet high strangeness. And I like yeah. to see when I like that's the Internet at its best for me. When I you can see something that kind of makes you wonder, like, is this fucking real? What's this guy's deal? Uh, I don't know how to save this. Many, I don't know how to like. Yes. How many people do you need? So you wake up in a world all your own. But you have to realize there has to be somebody else out there. I think if we got a group of a good eight people, that's all oh, you need. That would be fantastic. That's the idea. You have, you that's know, like fun. everybody needs to have like if we then you have to go into like a system where there's multiple partners. And that's when things get complicated. Because well, that you, get, And that's where all that porno. Then you start living all the stepsister stuff. Because of course, by definition, all that kind of we, shit. if the biblical truth is there, if Genesis is true, we're all products of incest. That's that is the literal way to say it. Or is it the a allegorical explanation that the, we're all we're all the same, Kissel? We're all one mind. We're all one universal consciousness, just all separated is, by mustaches and bush hairs. If I was Big Apple, I'd be suing the Bible right now for all that bad press. The Apple right. didn't do nothing wrong to nobody. The, the Apple was named Apple because he thought it would be non-threatening. Oh, isn't yeah. That when nice. he started, isn't that fucking fascinating? And it turned out it was. It turned out it was just another fucking force that bent the will of this fucking universe. But you should you should really watch these videos because it's fucking dope. Like he does a good job. I don't know how he does it because he goes out. To, there are some people that say it's because it takes place. It's all in Valencia, Spain. So oh. they do have siesta from like two thirty to five, and it's siesta during COVID, which means like it might be literally truly empty but there's no birds there's no there's nothing there's no dogs you don't really you can't see shit he walks into a mcdonald's it's fucking completely empty he walks into a town square it's completely empty it's Ooh. it's wild he does a good job well, the nice thing is when you're all alone when you walk into mcdonald's at 2 p.m and you can make yourself the breakfast whatever you want well no breakfast not 24 hours Kessel. oh is it yeah Speaking. where have you fucking been bro? i don't do mcdonald's you're right. Speak, speaking of high strangeness, did you hear mm. this little story about because everyone's taking mushrooms? All of my friends are microdosing, and then you know what? Inevitably, it leads to a macrodose. It does. So knows. It, it's fun how that sliding scale just comes because each time you microdose, you just keep microdosing. Yeah. the same day, it adds up. So apparently, uh, the uh, the the psychedelic uh, little thing there in in fungus, the psychedelic mushroom, right? Apparently, it's uh, in Indiana. They got these cicadas. They're called the yeah. Brood X. And evidently, the fungus full of psychedelic drugs are causing the butts to fall off what? of these cicadas. And nobody understands. I have no idea. Their but butts the are falling off? <laughs> yeah. So the cicadas are tripping <gasps> Whoa, so hard that's their butts trippy, fall off. That's the fucking <laughs> trippy shit I've ever heard, bro. I'm going to have to check that next time. I'm scared now. I'm going to eat a bunch of mushrooms. I'm just going to hold on to my butt for the fucking the four hours or less. Well, so this month, billions of Brood X cicadas emerged 
from the dirt in Indiana. And Whoa. then apparently they started eating this fungus and then their butts just started falling oh, off. Oh, that's not good, dude. <laughs> no. You gotta fucking go to the fucking trip doctor for that, man. You really do. So they're missing all these butts, but they got full. They got Their hearts are all fine. So I think they're technically still alive and they're trying they're, to find a mate and they're trying to reproduce, but without a butt. What thriving. are their mates even... I suppose they're thriving. They're thriving. Uh, but what no, are they man. shaking? What are they shaking to get uh, the mate? The the butt is a universal uh, come hither move. I tell you what, I'm glad you told me now because I'm the you know my flaming lips tickets. I had fl- I had tickets for the flaming lips in uh, in August, but it got bumped to May of next year. And if you had told me that before I went to go see the flaming lips, the whole time I would have been touching my butt, just being like, "Fucking tell me, my butt's still here, man. My pants still don't stay up, bro. It's got nothing to do with my butt, man." Your butt may have fallen off a long time ago. That's Polish. There is a cicada expert uh, at the George Washington University named Lil, and they say really what they're doing is spreading these spores all over the place. They say it's a sexually transmitted fungus. They engage in a normal courtship behavior, yet their abdomen is a big fungal mass. Instead, the attempted copulation results in spreading the fungus even more. So it's like an STD fungus that's causing their butts to fall off. And if that's not a wait until marriage to have sex message, I don't know what else is. That's wow. the fucking man. That's one of those things you just sit back, chief on a J, and you say, "Man, science is fucking weird, dude." This Lil says, "I'm checking out, man." Yes, she says it's this gender bending death zombie fungus. Yeah, I wow. remember the um, certain ants. Do you remember what was it? Blue Planet, one of them that did the thing where they talk about how. Um, certain ants get into mushrooms and it poisons them and then the mushrooms grow out of their head like it kills them but the mushrooms fucking popping out of their head it's dope it's great it's super metal but that's how you're gonna turn into like the fly but you'll be like the ant and it'll be disgusting and no one will want to be friends with you but we'll have to say you look good and then you'll have the little ant thing sticking out of the top of your head we'll be like that's actually not bad normalize antennae that's what i'll say (laughs) on twitter Oh, man. Well, wow, just, that uh, is huge. Like, uh, what a weird fucking. I don't know what the hell that's all about. Uh, but uh, it doesn't it does make me want to eat mushrooms because then maybe that'll help. That me makes understand. you want to eat mushrooms. Yeah, maybe it'll help me understand what you know, what I mean, like, fuck, yeah, dude, fucking replace my butt mushrooms. <sighs> fuck, well, as long as it replaces it. That's the big thing. That's my shit. Right. I just want to make sure that if you're going to take if you're going to take something, at least put something in its place. I just feel like you're currently having a series of liquid dumps because of our time in Grundy County. And without the butt buffer, it would be an even bigger mess than I assume it is. My ass would just leak like the tears of the (sighs) lady of Fatima. Do you remember that? Yeah. You remember that story? I want to cover that for a podcast. uh, That uh, that whole story. It's uh, it's fascinating. from your grave. Here's a fun story. Are you sure I'm about a, that? Oh, yeah. This is a fun story. <laughs> You're going to like this one. I just love, you know, again, so nice to be out with people. Oh, so yeah. nice to experience humans again. I missed you. I miss Absolutely. seeing people. But then you also just remember every once in a while, like when you get really excited, just like check it for a little bit to remember what people are also really like, like mixed in there. Absolutely. Um, this comes from Newsweek. They're nothing but the best news. Oh, such um, trash. Shoe store employee accused of performing lewd acts on customers and coworkers' footwear. So uh-huh. this is one former shoe store employee is facing legal consequences for his actions on the job that were arguably worse than stealing. Okay. Uh, New Zealand one shoes employee Malachi Wiley 
stands accused of exploiting his professional position, exploiting his professional position as a shoe salesman. Yes, to take indeed. Covert photos of his customers and coworkers before committing sexual uh, sexual acts with their footwear. Well, um, apparently know, he's we been sit here and we and we judge this man, but Tarantino made an entire film career beginning with his love of the foot, going into the shoe. And it went all the way up and it permeated into one of the greatest directors of all time. So I don't know. I'll put it this way. He had permission. You know what I mean? Uh, um, yeah. And he paid them millions of dollars. Right. And they were all movie stars to look at their feet. This is True. a 23 year old man that took pictures of people just standing places and then came in their shoes while they were shopping. <laughs> um, and he called and, and he would post them onto porn and fetish and Facebook pages. I don't know. You could do this on Facebook. Um, the 23 year old man was arrested on April 23rd. And has since been charged with one count of theft and two okay. counts of quote unquote offensive behavior, which I guess I should be in fucking jail permanently for. I, I am for a speech jail. Um, well, I mean, it's it's one way to put it's offensive behavior. It's a broad stroke for something yeah. that is coming in somebody else's shoes. But yes. Okay. But he liked to sniff them. He liked to spit in them and he liked to come in them. Okay. Um, and so this is what he said. This is like an example of what he posted. The shoes included a pair of Converse that belonged to a young coworker and a pair of Nike Air Force Ones that belonged to a blonde customer. And this is what he wrote. Okay. As you may imagine, from time to time, there are some, there are some pretty <laughs> sexy experiences. My favorite is when hot girls leave their shoes lying around and they walk across the store to get other shoes. Jesus. I don't want to get too crazy. I don't want to lose my job, but I'm open to ideas. And then he would do is take pictures of the person shopping against their will. He'd take pictures of them when they, the shoes that they just tried on. And then he'd take pictures of the cum inside of the shoes that he left. And then he would put picture. You would put those pictures on the internet. And apparently he would put it on a specific Facebook page. Thank you, Facebook. Oh, he would put it on a specific great. Facebook page. It's got like a thousand followers and it was solely for foot fetishes. And again, you can do all of this stuff consensually. Please, God, don't come in random people's shoes as they're trying to buy shoes from your store. At least Al Bundy, you know, he would just make fun of people. He was kind of mean as a shoe salesman. And people were like, he's crossing the line as a shoe employee. But he was technically employee of the month compared to this dude. This guy, the problem is that how this all got found out is that one woman found a picture of herself on one of these websites. And I mean, it was sent to her, which then you like, and you have to ask the fun quite like that type of thing where you like your friend sends you this po- a text saying, right, you might want to take a look at this. And oh, it's a picture scary. of you like in the mall and then a bunch of cum all over your shoes. Right. Ugh. And then you have to say, thank you so much for telling me about this. Thank you. Right. You were looking at what? Like, how'd you get this? Well, you know, sometimes people are like, um, they're doing research. Like Peter Townsend from The Who. Me. Just doing (laughs) research. (laughs) Doing research. But my question is, and not at all to victim blame, of course, I just feel like I would notice if I left my shoe without coming it, and I come back, and there's a bunch of coming it, I feel like I'd be like, no, isn't that strange? Where did that come from? Um, Well, if you come in the shoes early... If you if they're in somebody's work locker and you come in the shoes in the morning, you work eight hours. Yeah. And you go to go stick your feet in there. And the semen would be mostly dried by them. Yeah, just kind of right? a powder. Yeah. And then you, okay. and if you're wearing socks, you don't really feel it. Except you got that Malachi dude walking around like, 
Sai, put your shoes on. Like, you know, yeah. like you have him just watching you tie your shoes all day, every day. You know, think about what's this guy doing? Hopefully you think maybe he's checking you for stealing. Like you're, right. you're, you're being like, oh, maybe that's what it is. Maybe he's trying to narc on me. Sure. You understand the whole time you're just fucking standing in a puddle of this guy. Yeah. Well, you know, Henry, I don't say this enough, but just thank you. Thank you for bringing that story uh, yeah. to our attention because hey, what just someone that is just to. that is just so so important to know that someone even when you think that you might be safe at a shoe store maybe just for a second you don't have to watch out for cum um no no always, always be, be yeah always be uh, watching out for, uh, for you cum. have to because it can come from the sky someone could just jerk off on a balcony and fucking get all over you get all over your children you gotta get a cover for your like when you Take the kids out in a stroller, get a cover for that because you never know when some yeah. cum is just going to fly out of a car. It's going to sh- fall off a squirrel. Honestly, it, it someone could. will fucking jerk off of them. Like, you could probably teach a squirrel to stand still long enough so you could come on it. You know, someone's doing that or working towards that somewhere in America. Officer, he's just an ideas guy. I am a researcher. Me, Pete Townsend, <laughs> Pee Wee Herman. All right, my final t- my final tale before Hero of the Week, just very briefly. It actually takes place in my birthland of Fargo, Ooh. of Fargo, North Dakota. Is that Dakota. actually where you were born? That's where my mom did it. That's where she squeezed me out. That's where the doctor said I had the oh. biggest shoulders he, have ever, he has <laughs> ever seen. And people in Fargo were huge. And my mother gave birth to me without any medication because wow. she wanted to keep me drug free. <laughs> and my I've been reversing actually, uh, that ever since. I just slipped out of my mom's pussy. So I, I was easy. I was a I was a month early and a preemie. So I went. Yeah, I your mom right got really, I was the third and last child to be born from my mother. But my God, I can't imagine what that poor woman had to go through. Anyway, in Fargo, North Dakota, there was this fella. He was charged with assault with a deadly weapon, reckless endangerment, terrorizing and using a firearm in a violent felony. So he was looking at significant time. So the dude is charged. He's found guilty. He's like, I can't deal with all this. So he sliced his own throat with a jagged object while being escorted out of the courtroom. I don't fully understand how he was able to get up there. This must have happened. He must have heard the guilty verdict and immediately just been like, thank God I got this shard of glass. He brought a piece of plastic, it looked like. And they got a, and it sounds like he got, uh, charged of stalking he got uh, convicted of stalking um it for seems seven like years would, it seems like he did a lot of stuff that was like not good at all honestly if it was charge of stock if it was a charge of stalking and if he was stalking someone this type of behavior this type of behavior shows that whoever he like was the subject of this person's attention is very lucky very because lucky it sounds because like this person is about to get very 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 violent do you think in the mind of this odd man who, again, sliced his own throat? When I heard that he had committed suicide, I thought about the dude. I think it was maybe in Ukraine who took the poison pill. That's I crazy. It was so intense. And he was like really iron eyed about it. He was like steel eyed. This man, you I think that you're completely correct. Do you think that he sent him? Do you think that he had like a bright eyes moment or like a Moby thought where he's like, this is going to make her regret not being with me when I slice my own throat and die right here on this floor? It's a little it's a little dramatic, don't you think? I mean, it's more than a little dramatic. It is technically the most dramatic. It, it You just did it in court. I think that it's a part of that. I think that he 
uh, in his mind, realized that the jig was up to an extent, even though most stalkers serve their half their time and then get right back to stalking because it's very difficult yeah. to, to, the thing to catch someone doing. So I wonder if he just did it like that, like as a completely impulsive, uh, which is reading the Noonday Demon talked about how suicidality is uh, actually a homicidal impulse mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. when you commit suicide, you're, you just you kill the universe. You know, you kill yourself. You have to. It's an act of murder. So you have yes. to be willing to get very to be violent. So in, I think that he did it as a version of what he thought he would do to someone that he would be close to. I, oh, that's what I believe. I agree. He did it so, to hurt them. He did it to what you said. He did it to be like, see, now I'm dead. You happy now? And everyone's just like, kind of like, yeah, yeah, that actually yeah, isn't I am, that actually. bad. You actually sort of did a massive favor because I was scared, you know, for my life. But now you're dead. You're dead. All right. Well, let's do Hero of the Week. Yes. Hero of the Week. Hero of the Week. Hero of the Week. Hero of the Week. That old stinger, that is for the front row of our uh, <laughs> Grundy County show at the Caverns who asked, where was the first singer from Hero of the Week? There it is. We uh, we can't do the meet and greets right now, obviously, because of the circumstances. But you get so we're doing Q&As at the end of the show. This man had a chance to ask one question, and the question was, where's the first song for Hero of the Week? So that was for you. That's Apparently, for you. he was thinking about it. So I'm going to go with, I'm actually going to do... This is going to be the hero of the week. Are these teenagers, Riken Glue, Jackson Brown, and Ethan Katasikic, 17, 17, and 18 years old. They were walking through a Walmart parking lot when they spotted billowing black smoke across the sky. They were like, what the heck happened? So they jumped into their car, followed the smoke. They found it was coming from an old folks home. They ran into the home and they ended up rescuing a bunch of seniors. That is true heroism. Wow, that's crazy. If if I see a bunch of billowing black smoke, the last thing I'm doing is rushing towards it. But these kids, perhaps it was because of the courage of youth. They said, you know what? Let's do something good and save a whole bunch of seniors. The two arrived before emergency vehicles or first responders. And once they realized the home was a senior's home, they knew they had to help. According to Glue, he says, next thing I know, we're running into the doors. Uh, to try to help as many people as possible. There are about five other guys with us, and we just tried to do everything we could. Uh, the scene was crazy, pandemonium. The fire crews tried to reach the blaze. It was, like, huge, and uh, it's just really awesome what these kids did, and I hope they get, like, a, a key to the city. I don't know. If I'm the mayor, you, you do some reward, dare I say, you make them superheroes, and then you get to do the meet and greet at a come and go because they right. actually rescued somebody. They did unlike, it. Unlike you're uh, right. Death that spiral is true. or whoever the hell that other guy was. <laughs> yeah, you're but, true. That is true. That is completely true. They have actually saved someone, so they do deserve to be called superheroes for just one day. And what we uh, honestly, I, I see you boys. Ice cream on me. Ice cream literally on Henry. Yeah. So you got to pick the hairs out yeah. of your teeth afterwards. And then honorable honorable mention. Technically, it's a crime, so it can't be hero of the week. Although I think I have uh, I think I have given some criminals hero of the yeah, week many status. times, but it's fun. But um, there was a KFC glitch 
in China. And so these guys got to order $6,500 worth of chicken. It's not dollars. I believe it is. It's Chinese money. So they had a bunch of that. So they did that. And I thought that was absolutely fantastic. However, it's really kind of sad because it was a 23-year-old student who was able to use this glitch to order so much KFC. But now he's been jailed. And he's probably not going to get out of jail for a long time because I think China takes everything. I mean, we don't know. The U.S. is we we are number one in jail, but we don't know how the jail system really works in China. So hopefully he's not persecuted that much because he just did what any red blooded American would do. There's a glitch in the system. You go for We're a taking, man's chicken, dude. It's That's chicken. chicken, man. My mom did it one time when we we would uh, we had Twinkies. And on the Twinkie, there was a coupon that said, buy one, get two. So you realize you actually just you get to basically just steal Twinkies. And oh, yeah, the Piggly Wiggly that my mom pulled this scam off, they had to stop selling to my mother. We got cut off. Hey, man. But they the wrote American the coupon dream. wrong. They wrote the coupon wrong. It's, they think that's why the Constitution is allowed to be changed. Well, right? some believe it's a, a living document. Absolutely. And I, I I believe the Constitution is a living document as well. All right. All right. Let me read this one listener email. I have started working overnights at work. It has been a transition, but I feel I am productive and capable now that I've adjusted to it. Having said that, over the past week, I've been noticing and feeling more slightly abnormal and paranormal things. Walking through my store, passing empty aisles, I would catch the outlines of figures, almost a darkened fuzz, looking for something. Or I would see someone standing at the end cap, just staring at me. Could be high. <laughs> I'd turn away. Just always remember that. You were like, is this the edibles I eat? <laughs> I'd turn away and i look back. Nothing. Of course. <gasps> the notion that our minds fill in unidentifiable data with something familiar until we can understand what there is is not uncommon. But I right. am also no stranger to that sense of the supernatural. I've had premonitions, have oh. died in dreams, have heard people's oh. thoughts, have heard echoes clear as day of people nowhere near me, that kind of stuff. Make sure you're not high. <laughs> so I don't dismiss the idea that there might be something lingering around me, especially with the idea that spirits are most active between 2 to 3 a.m., the witching hour. Interesting. Last night while working, I had several instances of beer bottles and cans jumping off of shelves and stock carts. Most cans were contained within a 24-can flat, but none of which broke upon striking the ground. I've also had several instances of well-structured flats suddenly and abruptly broken apart on me. Imagine hiding in a box and having the corners rip out almost Hmm. simultaneously. It was weird. I felt the energy around me was having a laugh at me, but never felt myself scared or threatened by it. Now tonight, I had the evening off. So I decided to go for a drive out to a bit to the country to find a spot for stargazing and some night sky guitar. Hopefully to inspire some new sounds. Hell yeah, bro. Cool. A friend of mine recommended a spot she often uses, so I made my way there around, and I arrived around 1.45 a.m. It was fairly secluded, with only a couple of houses in view across the river, a little parking lot, a field, some trees along the water, a bench, and a dock. I had my warm coffee, my guitar, and the sound of nature. It was beautiful. (laughs) I played for about 45 minutes before wondering to myself if I really was alone there. Just a thought for a split second. I decided to give a quick look around, first checking back to the parking lot to confirm my car was the only one visible on the lot, then to the bush along the water. That's when I felt it. An <sighs> overwhelming cold hit me, wave after wave. It rippled through my body. It was about 16 degrees Celsius, so no reason for my body to freeze. I felt my spine tingle to every inch of my skin. I was covered in goosebumps. I hadn't even fully scouted around me before seeing a faint cyanish that's blue, cyanish hue oh. 
permeate from the shadow of the bush, maybe 15 to 20 meters away from me. To describe hmm. whatever that was, to try to imagine a faintly transparent light source that provides no light or warmth, I guess I looked at it for maybe longer than I should have because after two of the longest seconds of my life, I could feel my presence not wanted there. As much as I wanted to move, I was paralyzed for a moment and terrified at the idea that I would have to turn my back to this thing in order to grab my shit and get out. I finally snapped out of that freeze and got my shit together. All while vocalizing my gratitude for letting me play music there and that I hope that they found some enjoyment in it. Maybe they thought it sucked, unfortunately. Not saying that you do, but maybe they were mad at you. Still frozen to the core... I shivered my way to the car, threw my shit in ahead of me before jumping in, all while never looking back. I got out of there as quickly as I could after that. I didn't look at any of my mirrors until I was far enough away from the site. The jump be scare of a go. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You should look in your mirrors, though. Um, but he said it took a it took a they said it took my body nearly a half hour to normalize. Weird. Wow. I don't know what the hell that is? Right. Also, well, check your edibles. Power of music. The power, power of, of music. music. Fuck wow. yeah, bro. Well, we hope everyone is doing well out there. Speaking of speaking of the power of music, we're actually going to a venue that is known for their fantastic bands, but we also get to grace their we also get to grace the fantastic stage where many bands have performed. Of course, I'm talking about Red Rocks. Red we Rocks. Have we have the, we were sold out, yes. And that's not an asterisk again. It was no. something special. But now they have allowed more people in there. I don't know how they're going to get them in there. It's so sold out. It's so but they're they're allowing some people in. Please come buy tickets to Red Rocks. We have a show now. They yeah, clear. yeah. Absolutely. We can say, we know something along the lines of what we will say now, which and is very those, very nice. For those that went to night two of Grundy, you know our show is so extreme. I bleed for you. I bleed bleeds. He bleeds. Kissel has a black eye right now because of that show. That is true. <laughs> oh, yes. All um, right, everyone. Well, all right, we can't live, wait to see you out there on the road. We can't fucking wait. Live every day jerking off in your shoes at home. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. If you oh, want fine. to stay home, stay home, jerk off your shoes at home because that's where that's where it should be. That's where it should be done or with fine. somebody who gives you their shoes. Uh, and then you can sh- comment them and then you can take all sorts of you can make a naughty story about it and everyone will like it. And then you'll you'll love how the community will of the shoe comers will embrace you, sure. even if it's staged. You know what I mean? And then you'll laugh thinking yeah. about how, oh, how silly I was to think I could just come in random people's shoes. I should just keep it at home with my family. Yeah, silly. That's one way. That's one way to say silly. it. It is well, silly. there you go. Triple L, everybody. Hang in there. Hope everyone is doing well. And again, as we said, can't wait. We're back in We're our back, own baby. little way. Okay, everyone. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustalations. Hail me. Indeed. Indeed. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's this right here. What would you do of another extra hour of your day? 
I mean, well, obviously I'd get some nunchuck training in. Oh, uh, I'd make love to my wife. That takes about nine. That's a full nine minutes of that hour. And then I would probably uh, go to get a donut. And then I'd probably yell at my parents. But a lot of us wish we had more time. The question is time for what? I don't know. What works for you? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. You know that question? They're like, if you had a billion dollars, what would you do? You know, and like, you know, when I answer, it's of course I would grind the government to a standstill with my giant machine of my making in secret for many years. But a lot of people get mad at that. And it's really hard to do that in a job interview or like when you're meeting somebody's like your significant other's parents for the first time. So, and you might actually want to think of starting therapy. So give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash last pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-A-S-T-P-O-D.